Hi, everyone. This is the Meet the Masters podcast on the Wedding Podcast Network. I'm your host, Robert Allen. And our master today joining me is John Medesian from Madame Paulette, uh, who are the foremost authority on uh, wedding gown preservation and cleaning and caring for your gown once you've worn it on your wedding day. John, thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, now, what you guys do is, is such a, a specialty. It really is something that um, is, is a, a niche in, in, in what you do, and you do it so well, and you've been doing it for uh, such a long time. Before we get into the intricacies of, of your business, uh, why don't you give our listeners a sense of your background and, and how you got uh, into this business? Sure, that'd be my pleasure. Well, the Madame Paulette organization is a third-generation family-owned business, which we've been in business for over half a century. Um, I remember when I came out of college, uh, you know, I had aspirations of going down to Wall Street, and I decided, you know, as a family business, I was uh, felt that the need to be there for my family to support this uh, business and career that supported me throughout my life, and uh, I instantly went into the business and. Being a very passionate, um, caring person, I made it my, uh, you know, it was my objective to be the very best that we can be, uh, you know, pioneering. I mean, currently we are pioneers in our, in our industry, what we're able to do, our techniques, our processes, um, you know, the type of work we get, the, the type of pieces we get, uh, you know, we're valued with the, the most valuable pieces in the world. Uh, these are all things that I've, uh, you know, methodically have uh, worked out on my own, um, you know, to develop these techniques and processes that are unprecedented in our industry today. What's different about uh, a wedding gown versus another piece of clothing and how we care for it and preserve it? Why is it different? Okay, that's a good question. A wedding gown in particular has a lot of different facets. The first thing is most of them are white. Uh, some of the some of the uh, fat, you know, the people that they supply the fabric, they do sometimes have optical brightness, which can be concerns, you know, in a conventional cleaning uh, process. One thing you should understand is, you know, the gown, the fabric, uh, the silk satin, you know, the organza, the lace the beadings, the crystals, the accessories, anything else that goes to the final, you know, designer creation uh, are all concerns of mine when it comes to properly cleaning, restoring, and preserving this gown. So every single item, you know, that I just forementioned uh, about the gown are concerns that each and every uh, person should be aware of when it goes to, you know, properly cleaning and preserving it. So then if I'm a, a newly married groom, the last thing I want to do is take my wife's wedding gown and just bring it down to the corner dry cleaner. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that may want to claim to be professionals and only until they have a problem with cleaning. I mean, you know, even eradicating each stain probably without removing the finish on a silk satin is a concern. You know, um, caring for any type of embroidery or trimming or, you know, uh, crystals or beading is another concern. I mean, there's so many different facets of, of a wedding gown, let alone the size, and then, you know, of course, the condition after the wedding. I mm -hmm. mean, it could be just basic hemline dirt, body oils, or it could be red wine and grass stains. Matt uh, is on the venue and the bride, but either way, uh, it, you know, the way I look at wedding gowns is like, you know, if you're going to have, you know, if you have only one time to have your gown properly clean and preserved, you, you don't want to take a gamble, you don't want to 
take a chance. And this is why we're entrusted with the most expensive gowns in the world. I mean, we recently uh, were commissioned to take care of Melania Trump's gown. It's a $250,000 John Galliano custom, you know, uh, Christian Dior gown made for her. I mean, not only was it 300 feet of silk satin and wow. over 500, you know, handmade pleats, but there was uh, crystals and, and embroidery work throughout the gown uh, that all had to be addressed individually. Uh, where, you know, basically this gown in particular had to be cleaned entirely by hand to ensure her and, you know, the, the designer that, you know, this, the, the value, the sentimental value, the monetary value, and, and to ensure that the, the original piece was put back to its original luster. And, and this is just one of many other pieces, including a collection of Princess Diana, the late Princess Diana, that we were entrusted for a museum tour to clean and restore uh, so they can, you know, showcase this throughout the world. So um, regardless of how much money you may have spent on your gown, um, you know, it's something, it's the one actual piece that you take with you from your wedding exactly. inside your photos right. and it's something that you should cherish and it's something that becomes sentimental over time and you know obviously you have them properly cleaned and preserved and archivally preserved so that maybe one day someone in the family would like to wear your gown uh, and to have those memories and to preserve that so uh, this is why you know you really need to deal with uh, you know an organization like us that has been entrusted with you know then deals with all the high-end designers like Vera Wang and Remac or Right. Bagley Mishkin and Amsala, as well as all these other bridal designers throughout the nation, um, because uh, it, it's an important thing, you know, for to preserve, you know, the memories, the gown, and the values. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now let's talk about what a a bride should do. Uh, okay, last night was was the wedding, and and uh, what happens with the gown from the, the bride and groom's perspective after the wedding? What the, should they be doing? Well, I mean. As I mentioned to you earlier, Robert, that um, I'd be happy to do something nice for your listeners out there. And uh, currently we have uh, programs that we have facilitated with these high-end bridal designers where we would offer complimentary shipping nationwide and we can give your listeners a $75 gift certificate if they mention the program. But obviously the first thing you want to do is, is get the gown to us. And, you know, we're located in New York City. We pick up and deliver free here. But anywhere else in the country you can, re you can request for a complimentary shipper box, which we'll be happy to ship to you. Okay, now is that a special kind of a it's box? It's a custom-made box made specifically for wedding gowns. You would leave your gown in the plastic, uh, you know, the, the bag that it came with just, you know, to protect it. Say when you take it off, you want to put it back into the material that it came came in. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to leave things in the, you know, it's usually a, a plastic bag that they put it in, a, mm -hmm. a gown bag, and the only reason why is, God forbid, in transit FedEx, if something gets wet, it'll still protect it. It's only for a short period of time, and basically you put your gown in this box, you call 1-800-FEDEX, you know, the FedEx will come, we'll give you a complimentary evaluation of the entire gown, we'll go over everything, as I, I was aforementioned, of, of our concerns and anything that we need to do, whether it's just something routine or we have, you know, anything we can share with you, we'll do that all ahead of time, give you, a, you know, uh, the proper quote on having, you know, whatever process is necessary and whatever steps are necessary to properly do this, you know, process, cleaning and, and, and doing a um, preservation process. And then when we're basically done and we restore your gown in perfect condition, we can, you know, you can obviously view it, which we encourage, or you could... Um, we can send you digital photographs of the red wine that was removed or any, you know, any type of staining matter that you may have been concerned with. 
Um, and then after the gown is in perfect condition and put in this acid-free custom archival chamber, the same standards that all museums use across the country, mm -hmm. no glues, no windows, no, you know, any other things that could affect the gown over a long period of time. Uh, you know, it's very important that this gown, which is a natural fiber garment, you know, you know, is in this proper, you know, preservation box. Now, what is what does that mean when you say acid-free? What, is, well, what acid -free, does that mean? Well, acid-free means that the actual box is pH neutral. That it doesn't, you know, most boxes that come from wood have an acidic value. And if you left something in a regular box over a long period of time, it would tend to yellow from the acidic value. So we have these custom-made boxes that are made specifically for long-term um, uh, preservation that have no reaction of uh, the gown in this particular box and the key to preservation is that when you have it like this and it's all controlled and it's in the proper conditions that you store this box in a climate controlled storage environment not in an attic and not in the basement where temperatures can change from season to season okay so where where is a good place to, to store it um, the, a good place to store would be uh, like under a bed or in a closet somewhere where the climate is controlled throughout the year okay. and it's away from direct sunlight and heat. Okay, because those, those will be the most damaging over time. Yeah, to, to just, just to take the least amount of chances. If you put it in, like I said, the attic or basement, the change in temperature can create condensation that can get into the box that could yellow the gown, just like you would find things that would be musty and smelly over a period of time. Right. Like now, is it is it recommended at all to inspect the gown o over the course of time, to well, check it and, and you see? You know what? You can, and what we do with each and every bride is that we enclose a pair of white gloves, so if you do feel like opening it up, which you can, and you do feel like inspecting it, which you can, um, we recommend that you put the white gloves on so, you know, everybody's body, you know, fingers have body oils and things like that. You never want to touch the gown with your body oils. And, um, you know, so we give these gloves so if they do get to handle the gowns or they want to handle the gowns, we'd recommend to do this, and that's why we enclose them in every box. Okay. Let, let's take a worst-case scenario, and, and brides need, you know, help with uh, day of staining of the dress. If something happens, you get a grass stain, you're outside taking pictures or some wine spills. What are some tips you can share with our listeners in terms of how to deal with some stains on the day of the wedding? Well, actually, I invented and patented um, a professional stain removal kit with the bride in mind. And, you know, I mean, that's something that's available online. And it's a, a must-have for every bride. It's like a little insurance policy on the day of the wedding. God mm -hmm. forbid someone spills red wine or gets lipstick on it or any type of, you know, staining matter. For you know, uh, this is a, this is an item that you know I, I I enclose the same formulas that I use in the most expensive garments in the world for you, the consumer, to safely and effectively remove the stains. Um, if you don't have the stain kit. And you have um, an earth-based stain because there's three basic stain uh, groups. There's earth-based stains, things that come from the earth like teas, colas, coffees, fruit juices. The second is um, protein and dairy from the body, blood, milk, perspiration, uh, and things like that. Okay. And the third uh, stain group is all oil matter, mineral, vegetable, petroleum, um, things from gels and cooking oils and you know butter and things like that. Okay. So um, you know. These are the three thing groups. There are things that you can do as a home remedy. I mean, if you really had to, uh, you know, uh, to remove something on the day of the wedding, if you didn't have my stain kit, then I would recommend, like, if it was an earth-based stain, you'd want to have a neutral detergent, a basic, you know, like an ivory soap type of thing. And then you'd probably want to give it a little uh, a 
solution of uh, like a white vinegar to give it an acidic value that helps working and breaking down the composition of earth-based stains. So it would be like water, some soap, and then some white vinegar. So this would effectively break down the composition of stain. And I always recommend that you rinse it out with the distilled water or some bottled water, something pure that won't leave yellow rings. Okay. And then you would dry the ring from the outside towards the center of the stain. This is all, I have all this enclosed in my stain kit as well. Protein protein stains you would use, again, you know, uh, water with a, a neutral detergent, and then you'd use a little bit of, um, a very little bit of like ammonia, which would help break down like blood stains and, and protein and body, but I would say I, I stress a little bit because, um, you know, on silks, you don't want to put ammonia, you know, if you're going to use it, it's going to be very diluted, and uh, you could always test these things with a Q-tip in an inconspicuous area in the gown before you go put it right on your gown. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you again rinse it out carefully with bottled water. And oil, you know, oil-based stains you would use like a citrus degreaser or a dishwashing detergent. That's a good degreaser. And again, you know, when you work on the stains, you want to tamp on the stains. You know, maybe use your fingertips. You never want to rub or scratch the surface because you could damage the fabric. Okay. Now, what about you know? I've seen this a million times. A groom is you know is getting dressed and somehow there's there's makeup his mom gives him a kiss uh, and now he's got a little bit of makeup on his collar and his white tuxedo shirt what does yeah. he do well you know it's funny because makeup you know nowadays they could be water-based they could be oil-based so it's really matters what it is but of course you know most makeup is on the greasy side mm -hmm. and uh, I would recommend using like you know a good degreaser you know and you know using a little mechanical action and then making sure you're flushing it through see part of my stain kit is the first step is like, you take one of the super absorbent cloths and you place it under the stain and then based on the stain you take the formula it's in a waffle pattern absorbent cloth and you tamp it on the stain right there you'll see the stain actually being broken down the composition and then it transfers through through the fabric into the absorbent cloth and then you apply the distilled water red so you know you get the remaining particles and you don't leave any yellow rings or residues okay. um, so it's kind of in that same fashion the stain has to go somewhere so it has to be absorbed into a cloth underneath the stain area so it can transfer out of it and you know those methods of actually breaking down the composition of stain are much better than using you know an oxy clean or any type of bleaches like that they don't remove stains bleaching bleaching agents just bleach them out the stains still see it as camouflaged to the Eye, but okay, then later so it's on, not getting the stain it out. It's it surfaces and it gets yellowed in those areas because they don't give you any type of neutralizing agent for bleaches. Okay, okay. Now I I'd always seen um, ink pen, you know, ink from a pen with hairspray. Yeah, yeah, I know with hairspray. Ink, ink, uh, you know, I, I hate to keep referring, but, you know, I had somebody take a ballpoint ink uh, fountain pen and put it on his shirt to test my stain kit, and I thought he was going to put a dot, and he made it thing the size of a half a dollar. <laughs> and I didn't think, you know, we would be able to remove that kit, would be able to remove the whole thing, and sure enough, over a period of time, this thing, the whole stain came out, rinsed out, finished out. So uh, ink is a pretty difficult stain if you don't have the right tools. Okay. And, uh you know, this is something that I, the, the stain kit I invented for the bridal industry first. I mean, it's great for the traveler, for amenities, for, you know, anybody that's on the go that gets a last-minute emergency. Um, it, you know, it's something that ink is, uh, there's dye in there, and there's, you know, I mean, it's something... 
Let me pull out my kit, and I'll tell you. See, if, if you have more than one composition in a stain, like if you had creamy tomato sauce, you know, in my kit, I patent that you take out the oil first, and then you take out the tomato. So you might actually do two different procedures yeah, you to get the stain steps, out. You know, you, you know, for a really complex stain. So let me see what we have with ink, ink ballpoint. It's basically you would take out like... Um, you would use like a degreaser first, like it's like, you know, I would take out the oil and the residue and the ink, and then the second, I would go to like a protein formula, but um, again, uh, this is something where on the day of the wedding, it'd be better to have like, like a self-contained kit like the one I offer, right. as opposed to trying to make a home remedy and possibly making things worse. Right. Now, one thing that I've always been puzzled about uh, is the, the, the term dry cleaning. How do you dry clean something if it's, well, if it's, is it actually dry? Well, I'll explain so everyone understands it. When they use the term dry cleaning, it's actually clean in a, in a solvent per chlorethylene. And the reason why they say it's dry is because there's actually no water, you know, H2O. It's like, you know, you know, pretend you were cleaning something in like a gasoline that had a soap and a detergent, you know, but the whole factor is that when you dry clean, there's no residue of this and the soap takes out the, you know, the dirt particles and when it comes out, it doesn't smell. So they're using this type of solvent and, and cleaning agents to clean stuff without any possible shrinkage or effect because water is pretty harsh if not used properly. It could damage, you know, break up silk satins and damage fabrics, you know, breed pretty harsh and remove, you know, dyes and make the things bleed. So um, dry cleaning is basically, you know, cleaning it in a solvent uh, with detergents and sizing and finishes product, you know, products in within that pro in that cleaning process, and, and that's what ensures that wools and silks and cashmere's will not be shrunk or the colors won't bleed or fade, um, and that's basically the pro you know the idea on that. But it is immersed in a fluid. It's immersed in a fluid, and then after it's you know mechanically driven, you know, then it goes into an extraction and a drying process. And again, I'll be honest with you, I, I think maybe one third of all the gowns at the most that we do is done in that process. I mean, we like to use the cleaning process as a light dipping after, you know, our goal here is to eradicate each and every stain, safe, safeguard any trimmings or accessories or anything else that embellishments on the gown to make sure that they don't get damaged. And then we use it like a light dipping process to rinse out everything. And we kind of do a lot of things by hand because it doesn't give the unnecessary mechanical action. It, you know, it safeguards the fabric, it safeguards the trimmings. And uh, you know you you know you just get excellent results. It could be a little bit more time consuming, but you never have to worry about you know something going wrong or something happening, which is common in this industry. Right, and you're able to target each area as it's as it's needed and give it its own treatment essentially. Oh yes, you can have ten different types of stains from food to this to lipstick, and each one is eradicated separately before, and then it's removed, and then we like to do a light cleaning process. Oh, and overall kind of kind of cleaning now how long is the process from when you receive a gown to when the client receives it back um, generally how long does it take with brides are not in a rush which is you know <laughs> different than most consumers that we're right. dealing with but um, you know usually takes about I would say you know anywhere from four to eight weeks mm -hmm. but I'll tell you if you have a gown that has red wine we're working on it the day after we get it and consult you because we want to safely and effectively start treating that wine before it sets in and oxidize see the one thing you must understand is that when you have stains like earth-based stains or protein stains not as much with oil stains but those two categories um, if you let the stain sit 
on the fabric, it will set in and oxidize and become more difficult to remove over a period of time. So there are certain stains that you want to get at right away. And others so, that become less, it, yeah, it's so not as... If you, your gown was in bad condition, you'd want to get it to us right away so we could start treating the, the you know, you know, the garment and, and making sure that we're going to have excellent results because we did it in a timely fashion. Great, great. Well, that's, uh, you know, fabulous, uh, fabulous information. Now, how, now we're going to have a link to your website in our show notes, but what, why don't you share your website with our listeners? Uh, the website is www.madam. Paulette.com. That's M-A-D-A-M-E-P-A-U-L-E-T-T-E.com. And we have a toll-free number for our brides. It's 1-877-COUTURE, C-O-U-T-U-R-E. So they can call and ask for a bridal specialist to be consulted over the phone, tell them about their situation. It could be before the wedding if you want to buy a sample gown and save some money on a high-priced designer sample gown. Um, you know, if you get a $5,000 gown for $2,000 because it has hemline dirt and it's been tried on, we can make that gown look like new, uh, and you can get a, a substantial savings and have that gown of your dreams for, you know, half the price. How often do you we do, do that? that often. I mean, you know, there's a lot of brides that would love to have, you know, a Vera Wang, you know, gown and couldn't afford it, but then when they go to a sample sale, they get a really, really good deal. And, and then they, they, they come to, to you. You know, uh, bring the gown back to its original integrity and the original luster and make it look like new. And, and, you know, sometimes after we clean gowns, we add sizing and body and finishes to limp work gowns and make it even look better than it originally was. So uh, they're usually ahead of the game. Um, uh, that's great. That. That's, a, that's, a great uh, that's a great angle to take because then you can, can really get what you want. Yeah. Like saying I want to get a vintage, you know, or a nice uh, car, but I can or a home, and I want to get a fix me up. But then, you know, who's going to do that job? You know, I'm the guy that can reassure you that I can bring the value and and the original condition back for a fraction of the price. Great. Well, that's that's a great tip for our uh, for our listeners. We certainly appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, okay. Well, we've gotten some fabulous information, and certainly there's a lot more information on your website. Just to remind everyone that on our website, WeddingPodcastNetwork.com, there will be a link to Madame Paulette, and you can check out uh, the website. And there's lots of great information on there. And uh, there's a way to order the uh, the stain kit uh, on the website as well. Online, you can go through the stain kit products, and you can order online and get it shipped out to you. Great. I think that would be a great addition to anyone's emergency kit on their wedding day and especially I know we have a lot of wedding consultants that are our listeners of this show and that would be a fabulous addition to any professionals emergency uh, wedding day kit uh, yeah, it would certainly be a hero Exactly. Yeah. No, no emergency bridal kit is uh, complete without it. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's that's really great. I think that would be a, a great tool to have. I may pick one up myself. But uh, just to remind everyone that we have been chatting with John Medesian from Madame Paulette, whose job it is to preserve all of these wonderful, beautiful wedding gowns. Make sure that you check out their website and don't forget to mention. The Wedding Podcast Network when you contact them because yeah, you'll receive a discount. Um, if any brides are interested in wearing their mother's gown or a vintage gown, you know, we get excellent results on restoring old yellow oxidized stained gowns. 
again, they could be 50, 100 years old in bad condition, but you know what we'll do is we'll do testing ahead of time and give them the results and let them know, you know, how far we got and then, you know, send them a sample of the swatch if necessary and they can uh, determine, you know, and they could be happy with those results if they decide to go that route. So they could actually test it and see if, if it'll actually work because I know a lot of people must really, you know, gasp when they take out their gowns that weren't properly preserved. And some of them probably didn't fare very well over the years. But you can bring those back to life as well. Uh, absolutely. Great. Well, that's like magic. I'll have to come and visit you guys one day and see the process. It's, we have been known to do some magic. Sounds, uh, sounds fascinating. Real, uh, real lifesaver. <laughs> um, especially if it was the groom that spilled the red wine on the gown. You know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks again. We uh, appreciate you sharing the information with our listeners. You've been listening to the Wedding Podcast Network, the Meet the Masters podcast with John Medesian from Madame Paulette. John, thank you again for being a part of the show, and we'll see everyone next time.